Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. What is up, everybody? Thank you for joining us. Welcome to High on Homegrown. I am Mackie from firstisgrown.com. And joining me tonight with the panel, we've got Zombie Nation. So, hi, Zombie. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. GB. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Um, good show tonight, so make sure you listen to the end. And TG. Yeah, what's going on? Greetings from uh, sunny Saskatchewan. And then we got uh, Monkey Do. Hey, how's it going, guys? I'm Monkey. Hello from the deep south of the US. So, no doubt you've all heard that our guest this evening will be Tommy Chong. And it's, it's absolutely awesome yeah. interview. A really Crazy. good man. Guy cracks me up. Such a nice dude. So I just want to say, uh, this is our fourth episode as well, and we've had an awesome response from everybody who's listened, you know, the, lots of good feedback. We, we appreciate it. Uh, we want to just thank everybody who takes the time to come and tune in and listen to the show every week. And we're going to continue to improve. You offer us suggestions and let us know what we can do to make the show better, and we'll happily fix things up and improve the show as we move forward. So, Love to do it. Yeah, man, so shall we just move on straight away? We should move on to this week's news. Let's go first. We go TJ. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I was just doing some reading, and I guess Major League Soccer and or football, I guess for you uh, European guys, uh, the the major league in America and Canada is looking to approve CBD as a potential commercial opportunity for the teams as a like a sponsorship thing. So that's pretty cool. In that, uh, I guess obviously a, a very major entity is uh is kind of getting on board with with uh, with the cbd thing not that it's not common obviously that we've all heard cbd is in everything nowadays but the the major leagues are usually a lot more conservative so yeah it's, it's pretty cool that they're they're actually getting into this like seriously and uh yeah pretty cool i think i wonder if they're going to be doing like a performance enhancing drug testing they're just going to allow that completely medicinally yeah well they say that it's uh it's not like performance enhancing, I guess, the way they describe it. So in, in, in a sense that it doesn't help you do better, it's, it's no different than taking like, you know, your massage and stuff as, as a treatment for, for the, the fatigue and stuff that you get from playing the sports in such a high caliber. So, I mean, yeah, I think it's, it's a good step forward that they're at least uh, mm-hmm. kind of looking into accepting this kind of thing as a, as a legitimate um, to be fair, you know, THC isn't a performing enhancing drug either, you know? <laughs> no, I, and I 100% agree, but I mean, yeah. So they're using it more like a, a recovery aid? Well, I, I guess that's what I guess the athletes, how, or how they would be using it, yeah. Um, this is more okay, just yeah, as, okay. as a sponsorship cool. opportunity. I think probably because the league is, uh, yeah. is hurting, you know, like they all are because of COVID and other stuff, so they're looking at other... Um, yeah, there's money in it, and they'll make, that, they'll make that step, you know, that's how it goes, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Ian, what are you saying, man? What you got? Well, I've, I've got a bit of bit of a white paper being drawn up at the moment because of the, the, the current legislation on uh, UK medicinal cannabis. Um, so there's, there's, there's been a big white paper drawn up to educate the healthcare workers in this country on the uh, effects of prescribing cannabis and what can happen to patients and what the benefits are. Um, apparently there's only 400 private prescriptions been given out 
since it was uh, regulated and uh, made a thing in 2018 so uh, obviously everybody's up in arms but this hopes to accelerate integration into the UK with the healthcare um, so it's looking good actually yeah man I thought when you was explaining that you were going to say the the uh, detrimental effects of prescribing cannabis you know no, they never say good shit about weed over here this this is this is this is a real one though they don't mention detrimental effects because they don't think they've found any yet so uh, what we got next gb you want to go next yeah i have one for um for the ladies uh, oh boy yeah it's actually it's quite an interesting one it's and it's it's something that uh if all women will will have problems with it it's it's to do with the menstrual cycle it is new cbd infused tampons that have been released by a, a company called day i have to say okay. it yeah and it sounds it sounds quite interesting um yeah man where are we yeah yeah it's it's the way it works is the cbd is absorbed into the into the vaginal walls and things and it's whatever way it it infuses in and it attacks the whole pelvic area. Okay. So it's 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 good things for women and it's good things for men too because it's a touchy time, lads. We all know that when <laughs> oh yes, things. oh yes. But it is it is an extra good thing for the ladies. So yeah, there it is. D A Y E, ladies. So have a look at that. And if not, guys, tell your women about it. Nice man. Oh, oh, interesting yeah. stuff, man. Cool. We'll have to get a, cool. a lady's opinion and see what they yeah. think. Yeah, if anybody's got input on that, that would be super interesting. Yeah. And then we've got Monkey. What news have you got for us today, man? Well, you know, I was looking through the news and I, I found something that was interesting. And this is uh, in Kansas and uh, Shepherd Ferry's 66 acre of farm. So if, you, if they, you're watching uh, there on YouTube now, you can see that. On the video yeah, if you look on the splash screen, I got, a, got it up there right now where, where my, my picture usually shows up now. But a 76-acre mural was mowed into a, a wheat field in Kansas, and it's a trust-the-earth uh, hemp-is-all-natural mural to advertise the natural nature of hemp and try and shepherd that industry forward in Kansas a little bit. Whoa, but it's so awesome. huge that you have to be in an airplane to actually see it. They say uh, drones were not able to get high enough to actually see the scope of it. They actually had a, to borrow a farmer's airplane to get high enough oh, to see this thing. That's it was fun, you know, that's, it's crazy. Look how beautiful that is, man. Mm -hmm. It's crazy, the detail. It, it took a farmer with a GPS on a lawnmower an entire week to, to mow this thing in, into the field. I bet he so smoked loads of weed while he was doing see. it. <laughs> <laughs> he probably was, but I mean, Charlotte's Web is a CBD company, but hey, you never know. You smoke enough of that and you can get enough of THC to maybe get a good buzz. You never really know. But it's pretty cool stuff, man. I thought that was really neat. Sometimes we just need to step back and take a look. Yeah. And I love I love the message of this. Yeah, one. it's yeah. beautiful, man. They've done a lot of research on this CBD stuff recently, and uh, there's a lot of products that actually contain THC as well, so. Absolutely. That's one of the things I was going to mention too. I mean, CBD is all great, but you gotta you gotta make sure you're getting it from a legitimate source. Yeah. You know, don't go to the yeah. grocery or the, the gas station. Get it there. Probably not what you want. There's a pretty much guarantee it's not going to contain contain anything at all. Absolutely. There's a lot of snake oil, so yeah, due diligence. But like anything else, we've got some forum news as well. There, Noob, I think he's in the oh, chat yeah. there. Noob PT. He went and won the heads of tails competition. Well done to him. Did well done. From a royal queen. Steve's going yeah. to him. Uh, we, we've added a new page as well to make it easier to add new threads to the forum. We have 
do is click the tab on the side and you can add a thread to any section of the forum. Just select it and post the thread nice and easy. It's just a few clicks and you can ask a question or update your diary and things. That's pretty sweet. What a handy function, actually. Yeah, man. It's a nice new one. Yeah. I like that. And there's always more updates to come. You know how it goes at Percy's, man. So let's move on to never changing. the famous stoner of the week. Chibi, this is all you, man. What are you saying? Now, this week, folks, we're going to talk about... Um, one of the greats of all time in cosmology, astrophysics, and biology. And he was a science communicator to the stars. Oh, well, to, to space, sorry. Um, and he was a stoner as well. That is mm -hmm. this week, guys. We are going to talk about Carl Sagan. Legend. Uh, Mr. Record himself. Excellent choice. Yeah. Carl. Carl is unbelievable. And there is just not enough time to go through him, really. Yeah, for sure. It, There's so much to say about him. Oh, it's yeah. huge. So I'll give you just a, a brief background about him. You know, um, Sagan, he was born in 1934 in Brooklyn. So he was a New Yorker. He was born to a, a Russian immigrant called Sam Sagan and a local New York girl called Rachel Molly Goober. Gruber. Um, he was always inquisitive and very inquisitive. And at the tender age of five, when he couldn't get a straight answer from his friends or any of his family, he decided he'd go to the library to find out what the stars were actually in the sky. You know, five years of age, lads. Yeah, so man. that tells you straight away, like, what he was. And it was it was then that he realized that the universe was exponentially bigger than everything else in the world. So mm -hmm. he decided that that's what he was going to dedicate his life to, the science and to space. Yeah, I love Sagan, man. You could always tell he was a stoner because he's just so calm all the time. You know, mm -hmm. sort of laid back yeah. in the way he explained things. You could just tell he had that stoner vibe to him. But as you look at you look at all the greats when it comes into the fields, like the likes of Einstein. Einstein was a stoner. Really? Yeah, yeah well, from what, I, from what I have gathered. Interesting. From what I gathered, he was. And look at his um, hair, man. Must have been good like weed. Look at his hair. <laughs> really? You sure that's weed? That's exactly where I was you know? going with that. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You, know how much, you know how many joints uh, Sagan smoked, right? Of course. Come on. Somebody billions. And billions. Billions and billions. But yeah, no, we'll go back to him. So Sagan is most notably known for his works. Cosmos. Sweet. Yeah. There Contact. he is. If, if anybody don't know Cole Sagan, he's on the YouTube video right now. There this he is. Yeah, you'll see him up on the splash. Legend, man. It's proper stoner shit. You know, when you get involved with the space stuff, you want to learn stuff about space. That's stoner phase, man. Oh, yeah. That's where you want to go. Cole Sagan. Watch all of Cosmos by Cole Sagan. It's just brilliant. Mm -hmm. Watch it stoned as well. It makes of it course. even better. What you don't, you've got to watch everything <laughs> yeah. stoned, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and we have Mackie's, one of Mackie's favourite, the blue dot. The pale blue dot, indeed, man. The pale blue dot. Oh, that was that was a beautiful image. Yeah. yeah. And a beautiful speech as well. If you haven't heard it yeah. already, go <clears throat> and check out Pale Blue Dot, the speech by Cole Sagan. And it, it's it's just a beautiful piece of poetry. It's one of them things that will last forever in, in human civilization. you know? Mm -hmm. It's beautiful, man. Check it out. But not yet. Yeah. Wait yeah. until the show's over. First. Not yet. Not yet. Obviously. It's really. It's a yeah, book too, really. eh? He published a book called Pale Blue Dot. Yeah, yeah. He did indeed. Yeah. We, we go, it wasn't, um, but it was in 1971 with a book that I say a lot of people has read, um, Marijuana Reconsidered by Dr. Lester Greenspoon. Mm. Oh, yeah. And there was an article 
written in that, and it was written by a Mr. X. <laughs> and yes, it was Mr. X was Carl Sagan. Awesome. It was in a, it was released. It was discovered after um after he passed away. That and it was released, and he he wrote it under under Mr. X because he didn't want people in his in the real well obviously in the real world but people in his academia and his colleagues he didn't want them to cloud cloud his judgment and people to sure. to look at him in a different light because unfortunately as we all know we are all shunned mm-hmm. in our own ways mm-hmm. um, so yeah so he was a toker of the herb and that explains a lot indeed you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah explains because he, and he explains himself that while he smoked cannabis he was able to recall memories and smells and emotions and everything from the past as far back as his childhood. And that I've he could, had that experience, yeah, man. That is, that is really, that's awesome when that happens, isn't it? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's never happened to me personally. Really? My, really? Yeah, no, I, I have a shit memory. No, <laughs> no I mean, I've, 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 I've smoked weed with my wife before and just sat back and remembered like clear as a day, something that happened when I was 10 years old with a neighborhood in the, with kid, it's just this memory that just comes back in yeah. such clarity. Yeah. Where you can, you, you can hear the sounds and you can see the colors and everything comes back. And it, it's something with the cannabis that can free that. It's yeah. awesome. Well, it's, it, there's so much that's unknown about it. Like our, our brains, we only use 10% of it. No, that no, that, that's a myth. That no, I think that's a myth as well. I'm using yeah. way more than 10% of my brain. Mm. Now we use. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I, no, I wouldn't say zombies probably, Yeah, the zombie's probably up to what, 15? <laughs> <laughs> So we use a hundred percent. We just don't use it very well. Uh, that's a fact. Yes. Yeah. But, um, that's pretty much kind of everything. I know. We will go into Dr. Lester Greenspoon again, because, um, he was, he's an amazing fellow mm-hmm. in his own right. You know, he actually, he has a cool, he has a very good strain. Um, I think he can only really get it over in Amsterdam and it's, a, I think it's a lemon green spoon or, or yeah. I can't think of the name it's, of the strain off the top of my head. That's Dr. Greenspoon. That's a very unique strain. I highly recommend everybody that's, Google it and just have a look at it. It's very long strain yeah, to grow, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, six, mm. 16-week flower time, they say. So, oh, more than most people That's nearly grow. as bad as the Acapella. Yeah. Right then, lads. Well, with that, yeah. we should move <laughs> on to the Grow Guide section. So we've covered quite a bit so far. We've, uh, we've covered the equipment and lighting and medium, right? And uh, different types of cannabis seeds. That's another one. So I thought this episode would be just just right to discuss how we germinate cannabis seeds ourselves and what techniques we individually use because there's different ways to do it. And it, most of them work. You know, you don't necessarily have to use the paper towel. You don't have to just plant it. Yeah, anything works as long as you keep it wet. So I thought to discuss the different ways we do it give some people an insight about which techniques might work best for them, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, sure. Monkey, you wanted to take this one first, man. Sure. I mean, we had a lot of this question at, uh, on the forum. And new growers were constantly wanting to know how, how to do it, how to do it better. And it, a lot of people have a lot of trouble with it, it seems like. But I keep it as simple as possible. And I, I grow cannabis seeds the same way I've, I've grown any flower for the last many, several decades. And it's just, um, I plant it shallowly in the medium media about uh, two to three times the, the thickness of the seed down, moisten the media, keep it gently moist, put it in a, you know, moderately lit place. And I just wait day, two days, three days, and I get a, I get a plant. 
keep it as simple as possible and don't overthink it and don't freak out and just be patient. And I, about 95% of the time I'm successful. So you're a cocoa grower as well, right? I am a cocoa grower. Now, if I'm going to start it strict straight into the cocoa, I found that if I take a jiffy pellet and if I put the jiffy pellet in the cocoa and put the seed in the jiffy pellet, because the jiffy pellet isn't cocoa, it's more peat. Mm. The plant doesn't, the roots seem to, to do a little bit better with right. that. So it's kind of like, you know, give it a little boost there in the middle. It has a, a very neutral cocoa area with, without any nutrients that the roots can develop and, and, and do what they have to do. And then they'll move into the nutrient rich, well, I'm not really nutrient rich, but mild nutrients that I, that I put into mm. the cocoa. But and then from there, you know, that's, I'll grow that out to a, like a solo cup size and then I'll start moving up pot sizes from there. But I mean, I have done the paper towel method that everybody's familiar yeah. with. And that's where you, you know, soak your seeds for 24 hours and then you put it in paper towel and, and keep, keep the paper towel damp. And uh, within 24 or 48 hours, you usually start seeing a tap root and it works just fine too. I, I mean, I guess easiest thing I could say, Mackie, is keep it simple. Yeah, you know? it's the best way to do all of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I do it different. Yeah, sorry, you go, go for it, GB. Yeah, I, I just use the simple, um, I use easy plugs. It's part of the easy cube system. Um, they're so, so handy. I have a YouTube video up on it. Um, I literally just, I soak my seeds for eight hours. And then when I take them out, I put them into, pro um, it's a pH, obviously. Um, and then I do the same with these these little cubes. You just sit them down into water. It fills up and it holds the exact amount that it needs. Mm. It doesn't, um, you can't overfeed it. It's quite like cocoa. Um, and literally mm -hmm. just plop the seed in, push it down and leave it be and away she comes. Yeah. And then I just take that and I just plop that then down into, and I, put, I, I always start in the final pot. Is that because you just do autos? No. Well, yeah, I do normally just do autos. I actually, I had to transfer the last one was a photo and she's after going into a beast. Mm. Oh, an absolute beast out there. But uh, So what about yeah, you, no, TG? I normally do just that. TG's a soil grower. Yeah, well, I, I pretty much agree. Well, the way Monkey does it, you know, like putting them right into soil, I have no problem with that. Um, the only reason I like to use the paper towel method is on the off chance that your, your seeds are bad, you don't sit there kind of waiting, potentially. And you, obviously, if, you, if yeah. you put it right in the soil, you don't want to disturb it. So, I mean, um, if they're in the paper towel, you can a lot you can see a lot easier if the seeds are no good or if they're not popping or, or what have you. Um, but yeah, mm -hmm. the, the way I go is just, yeah, soak it for about 12, 14 hours into the paper towel. And like they said, uh, within 48 hours, usually you'll see tap roots and um, there's a good video on our YouTube channel about uh, planting that uh, seed with the exposed taproot into the soil. Yeah, yeah. So that's your video. I'm only selling like 35k views now. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, it's a good. That's a great video. It's a short little, super easy intro to to how to or how I do it anyway. Um, you you make a little slit in the soil so you don't bust the taproot, obviously, with your tweezers, and then yeah, you just slide it in, kind of. Uh, pack the soil around it and uh, water, water basically. Yeah, I know Spartan said moisten the media first because if you water the plant, yeah. you can kind of jostle the seed around. That's actually a good idea. Um, and yeah, most of the time, unless I'm, well, yeah, unless I forget, I guess it, my media is always moist enough to kind of hold the seed once I once I put it in there. 
Um, and one thing I, I should say too, is I also inoculate with mycorrhizal fungi right when I, when I plant the seed, because um, they say you're supposed to get that stuff right on the, right on the root as soon as possible. So then the, uh, the symbiotic relationships can start to form uh, immediately if that's the things, or if that's the kind of thing that you're into. So yeah, I'll also sprinkle just a little bit of uh, fungi powder down into the, the planting hole and then stick my seed in there. But, um, so a particular yeah. brand you use there for that fun, fungi powder? Yeah, it's uh, Fung, have, fungi. We call it over here in the in the UK. It's uh, <laughs> I can't remember the Fung, brand name. Fungi. Hold on a sec. Uh, I'll pull it up and then I'll get back to you on that. But uh, yeah, cool, yeah it, it, it's great stuff. It's got like sixteen or eighteen different strains. The two strains you want in your mycorrhizal fungi are uh, Glomus intraradices and Glomus mossiae. Calm uh, down, according... now, GG, Calm down. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, this is all on the forums. There's a good thread about this with pictures and all that kind of stuff. So those are the ones that are cool. that have the affinity to cannabis. Um, so it says Jorge Cervantes and uh, Jeff Lowenfels in their books. So um, if you do use mycorrhizal fungi, make sure you get those two strains and come to the forums because, yeah, there's a big info thing about them uh, there. But yeah, pretty easy. Stick it in the soil, wait. And like Monkey said, within a couple of days, you get a plant. Nice man. Yeah. ZN, what do you do? Well, I'm I'm kind of like mostly with TG. Um, I've got a, a, a an old chocolate box, a plastic chocolate box. I fold it in a damp paper towel, um, put it in the box, seal the box up, and put it in a black bag and just leave it on a power supply. Um, it's usually on top of my PC, so it just stays there for 24 hours. And I I end up with like 10 mil tap roots 99% of the time. Again, I like the taproot. I like to see the taproots there before I plant it. So I know I'm not wasting my time because I've had a few duff ones in my time. Um, out of that, straight into... Uh, I'm 50-50 I'm on whether I put it into a starter pot or whether I put it into its like final pot. Um, it kind of depends on what I'm doing at the time. But I sprinkle a bit of great white in a finger-sized hole and just pop the taproot down into the hole. Gently cover it up and... Like I say, ninety nine percent of the time, I'm I'm ready and going. Yeah, you see, I think this is a. You know, I I just drop my seeds in water for about six eight hours, and not even too long. Maybe not even as long as that. And then I'll put them straight in the cocoa with a plastic cup over the top and leave them for a few days. Mm. And they'll be sweet, man. I don't do any of that messing around in between. It's it's like I think the paper towel method was used in the days when seeds weren't reliable. You know. You, just get some dodgy seeds from the black market, but now you buy yeah. the good shit online. Yeah. They're pretty much guaranteed to germinate. It's very rare that they don't, as long as the conditions are good. So you know, you, I, I like to exactly. random because you might break that taproot. You might dry out the paper towels. That's happened to me when I was doing paper towel method. Forgot about it, dried out, seeds died. <laughs> you know, so yeah. it's easier for me to just drop them straight into the medium, and it works every time, man. Small pot, I don't know, like half a liter in size, plastic cup over the top, and you'll be sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I use I, I do pretty much similar to to Mackie, but I just stick it into the Easy Cube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, yeah. I think a lot of new growers want to go ahead and use the paper towel method because they like to see that seed. They want yeah. you know. Otherwise, a lot of new growers would be like TG said, you know, digging down and trying to see if it's is it's. Oh, I still do yet. that, mate. I don't know. If I was really? <laughs> shooting three days, I'm like, what the fuck yeah. are you? Yeah. What took it so long oh. for? They should have got three ounces off you by now. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah no. I don't do the paper tail. No, I, I fucked it up just too many times. 
and they've mm-hmm. just they've they've rotted. I don't know whether I'm just wetting the paper too, too much or not. Water, That's yeah. what just... keep it yeah. simple, man. Keep as nature intended, and there's less. It's less yeah. likely that something will go wrong. Yeah, no, that's yeah. why I do it my way. It's just as right into the easy. Medium, man. It's it really does work. Just remember to water it like anything else. So, mm-hmm. yep, yeah. The trick is if you're planting straight into cocoa on a seed, you have to know how to water that. You, you can't overwater a seed in cocoa, and it can drown the seed, and it, it can get bad. So you know, just have to be a little bit kind, a little bit gentle. I say, and you want to try and encourage your roots to grow as well. As long as you trap the humidity right. in over the top and the medium's wet when the seed's planted, there'll be plenty there. It just needs time. You know, just wait mm-hmm. a few days. But there's yeah. so many different ways to germinate the seed. As long as it fucking pops, it doesn't matter how you've done it, you know? Yeah. It should be easy. A little bit of moisture, a little bit of heat. That's exactly. All there's a good video on how to yeah, germinate cannabis seeds on our YouTube channel, which has got like mm-hmm. 110,000 views now. So it's, it's one yeah. of our best videos. If you're looking to find out good ways to germinate, then check that out as well. Yeah, yeah. most valuable ingredient, patience. Indeed. Yeah. If you yeah. haven't got patience, you better learn it because that's yeah. the most important thing you'll learn you about that's, growing. That's like the golden rule of growing, I think. Absolutely, man, absolutely. Yeah. Well, with the, 100%. looking for what strain you want to germinate, why don't you check out this strain of the week? Yeah. Hi. Tell us what it is. Oh boy, this one's going to be for me. Uh, hey, in honor of Tommy Chong, I had to go back and, and, I, and I really had to dig, dig back into some of his old work. And, and let's talk a little bit about Acapulco Gold. Mm-mm. This is an old time strain that was, uh, I think it was coined uh, into existence or, or uh, mentioned somewhere back in the mid 60s. And, uh, you know, it was very popular in the West Coast and in the Southern U.S. through the 70s and into 80s. But, but that strain of Acapulco gold that they're talking about in, in those things are not exactly what we have today. Uh, a lot of that stuff was land race Mexican sativa. And boy, do I remember that when I was growing up. We smoked so much of that stuff. Mm. And it was, it was called Acapulco gold if you got the good stuff. I mean, uh, the other stuff was just Mexican. Weed, yeah, I've got, but, I've got uh, a little picture here. Let's check it. gold. No stems, got? no seeds that you don't need. Acapulco gold is. <laughs> How cool is that, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And that's exactly why I chose Acapulco gold. I remember that from when I was a kid growing up, and that came out, and we laughed so much about it. And that, that was so, so Tommy Chong. Yeah. It was great. Fantastic stuff. But nowadays we can still grow Acapulco gold. The problem is with the original one, you try and find Mexican land race sativa seeds. That's pretty tough. You might be able to find some on some, some exchanges or some friends or something, but they're, they're not easy to find. But Barney's Farm and some other breeders have recreated the strain and they use some, some Brazilian genetics and some Mexican genetics and they get something they call a Central American genetic Acapulco gold, which is suitable for tents. It grows low. It grows strong. It's about 20, 21, 22% THC. And it's, it's very good, good stuff. Uh, we've just recently had a member over at Percy's finish it mm-hmm. and the report smoke report came back really, really good. So this is a strain that's kind of a moderate difficulty to grow. Like out of five, they say it's like a three. It might be a little bit finicky. So maybe not a beginner strain, but maybe let's say an intermediate grower. This might be a good one. And it can uh, typically mature in somewhere to eight to 10 weeks. So it's a pretty good little Mm. thing. Not bad. I would definitely give this one a shot. Absolutely. It's on my list. Uh, Matter of fact, I've already got the seed. So just, again, I got to find a spot in the tent for it again. So sitting there waiting. 
you know, that doesn't do anybody any good. The seed will not grow until I put it in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> you know how that goes. But yeah, this is a really, it's, it's a 80, 80, 20 mix. It's, it's a sativa dominant strain. It's uplifting. At the same time, what I remember about it is it was very relaxing. We had a lot of fun. We used to laugh and giggle a lot and had a lot of energy with this strain. It didn't make you crash and just, you know, want to veg out all day. No, remember so the giggly, giggly strains. I haven't had a giggly strain for a long time, man. Remember getting the giggles? Well, laughing Buddha would be one I'm going to go with with that recommendation. Mm. Yeah, lots of nice uh, spicy notes and like kind of the sandalwood and cedar out of that uh, Acapulco gold too, hey? For uh, kind of a, a scent profile. I've never actually smoked it myself, it, it but um, yeah, that's what I've read and heard well, you know, at least. Smoked so much of it back in the day, uh, TG, that we just called it, it tastes like weed. Mm. You know, I can't even remember <laughs> specifically anything different about it other than it just tasted like weed and that, that's all i can tell you as long as it's good weed and if if i and i still I'll hunt to this day it's one of those things that you know you can't you always want to go back to your first time and i'm always looking for that taste again and i still haven't found it but i've got three or four recommendations and i'm, and I'm gonna find them one way or the other it's 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 out there it's one of the fun things about growing man just yeah you know so many options man right yeah that's thanks monkey let's uh Let's move on to the moment everybody has been waiting for. So here we are, man. For some reason, we got lucky enough to have Tommy Chung come and join us for an interview. Um, we discuss some cool shit, man. He's going to have some dispensaries opening up soon. He's going to be making some new TV stuff to advertise the dispensaries. We speak about his dogs. That was pretty cool. I don't know, man. It's a good conversation, right, lads? Yeah, it was Absolutely. epic. It was, oh, you, yeah. you can't believe the man, for, for, for being in his 80s, he, his attitude, his, the, the look in his eyes, mm -hmm. he's so young. Yeah. He's, he's, he's so vibrant. Oh, yeah, he's so nice happy, man. Exactly. Yeah, like, he's Tommy. Yeah, exactly yeah. like you would think he's he is. And funny guy as well, you know. He's switched hilarious. on because he's like, he's like 80, 82, I think he is, man. And yeah, yeah. some of his age, he's proper switched he on. Yeah, man. He's I'll tell you. Uh, Trump people on Twitter and it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you. I must yeah, fucking hear. it when I'm his age. Yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> it's just a good sign, isn't it? Che Cheech and Chong still both doing well in their old age and then they, they smoke, man. Oh, and they smoke. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> epic amounts. Cannabis will save the world. All right, so here we go. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed the interview, everybody, as much as we enjoyed recording it with Tommy Chong. It, it was absolutely legendary. Enjoy. Can you, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Well, you, Welcome to High on Homegrown, sir. Yeah, we can. Can you hear us? I can, I can hear you. I can't see you, though. Sweet. Yeah, well, it's like some of us are, um, we have to hide our identities still. We're at that oh. stage. Oh, oh, why? Because <laughs> you're cheating on your wife, is that it? Because we, we grow this, uh, this magical herb and we don't want anybody <laughs> to find out. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> right. It's still illegal some places. That'd yeah, I'm in the UK here. Uh, GB, oh, right. from Ireland. And Monkey, he's uh, in the USA in a in a, a legal state as well. So yeah, you know, down here it's not too cool either, Tommy. Oh wow! And <laughs> and we've got Temple Grower. He's the uh, the legal grower on the panel. Yeah, I'm up in Canada, so it's all good. I just try to fit in with the rest of the boys. So 
Okay. Okay. That See some nice guitars cool. behind you right there. Yeah. Yeah, that's my uh, that's my wall of guitars. Yeah. It's my stuff, uh, third. It's my third collection. I've had uh, two stolen. Two co collections stolen. Wow. Oh no. What yeah. do you mean, like a home invasion or something, or while you were on tour? Well, yeah, one time it was, uh, they were repairing my house, you know, they were working on my house, and then just when they finished, they left, they took the guitars with them. <laughs> oh, God. Bastards. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I, it's I, okay. No worry about yeah, it. No, no, when, I, when I lose something, I just think, oh, I can get a new one now. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Man, it's like it's a, we're all massive fans of, of you. For of course, we're all stoners, so we've been following your work for a long time. All your movies, TV shows, everything. Massive fans. It's, it, it's incredible to have you on. You know. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. I appreciate that. It's a huge honor, Mr. Chong, or should we call you Tommy? I really wanted to get permission to call you Tommy before. Oh, I just, whatever you, you call me anything. There. Call me anything you want. Man. You know? Just don't call you late for dinner. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Well, listen. Can you uh, tell me about this new dispensary thing that you uh, you got coming up? It's so exciting. You know, Cheech and I, we did a movie called Nice Dreams, and mm. and in it we turned a we had a ice cream uh, parlor turned into a, a dispensary. You know, it was like the first one. And so we've been we've been kind of planning this for for many years since the seventies, and. Uh, and now it's, it's, it's come to fruition. You know, it, it's going to happen. They're going to be Cheech and Chong dispensaries all, all over the world. And we're going to, that, that's all what we're going to do. In fact, today I was planning uh, to redo some of our old, you know, albums and our old movies. Uh, just, just, just to promote the dispensaries. Because, because it's oh, going to, wow. Yeah, you know, we're, you know, it's not, we're, we, we always used to, um, when we when we recorded an album, we would go in the studio and then we, we would record another comedy album of, of the ads for the album, and <laughs> and so so that's what we're going to do with the dispensaries. We're just going to uh, go all out and uh, and just make it make it uh, you know. Actually, I was going to call uh, the the whole thing Hippie Land, but uh, <laughs> but you know I got voted out voted down but the whole the whole experience is going to be like Cheech and Chong man you know? yeah man. Cool. I love that that'd be so awesome cool. yeah uh, awesome so when is the first shop opening is it already done uh we haven't got the, we're just raising the money now uh, you okay know, we, we just uh, uh put put out a call to you know uh favorite nations to all the rich billionaires that I know and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every every time I'd go out to dinner with them or that, they they would always say, "Okay, uh, we want to invest in your marijuana thing." You know, we want to cool. invest. We want to invest. So That's I never good. really, I never really had anything to, to offer them. You know, mm -hmm. solid until until uh, the dispensary came up, and so as soon as I I told, uh, you know, my rich friends, you know, that I we we had the the shops going, every uh, there every one of them. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. So we're we're raising a couple of million, maybe five, ten million dollars, and then we're going to start. Uh, we're, we're we're buying uh, dispensaries. We're not just start starting them from scratch. In awesome. the beginning, we're just awesome. gonna, yeah, we're just going to pick up and then go in business with the people. You know, because we don't want to put anybody out of business. We want to 
we want to promote the business, you know. So that's sure. that's cool. Yeah. Man. That's sweet. That's the cannabis lifestyle. Yeah, we're not we're not yeah. going to hurt anybody. No, yeah, no, perfect. not at all. There's enough. So, for so I understand you're gonna you're gonna throw uh, your paraphernalia business and Chisha's stash business in in the same thing with the dispensary. So you're gonna have you know Mr. Nice and and Tommy Chong bongs and everything. <laughs> oh, everything. It's all gonna be there, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Sit, I, I just, I'm sit, sitting here smoking on a Chong Dolph at the minute myself, Tommy. I don't I don't know. Did did you guys ever get any Chong bongs there? Yeah, there's yeah. chung bongs all over the place, sure, yeah. all over the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. In well, the UK. well, what we're what we're doing? I'm I'm starting up a line. It's so funny. There was another company called Jerome Baker, and they were like our our uh, competitors. Well, we both right. Jerome uh, Jason Harris, the the Jerome Baker guy. We both got busted for bongs, and he mm-hmm. he did he he only had to do a house arrest where I went to prison. And uh, anyway, oh. we, we hooked up because I had once told my son, you know, I wanted to do a million dollar bomb, you know, just for the millionaires, <laughs> you know, with diamonds and jewels and gold. You know, because I can bong, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jerome, uh, I mean, uh, Harris, you know, he got a hold of me. And, he, and so we made a deal. He's constructing now, he's constructing the million dollar bomb. It'll be a billion dollar bomb. But, <laughs> billion but, dollar yeah ball. yeah it's gonna be jay-z know, will buy it oh it's yeah. gonna be incredible <laughs> and then we're gonna tour we're gonna tour all the dispensaries showing off our our billion dollar bomb and oh, then uh, yeah it's it's we got a whole thing going man it's gonna be so cool well i'm so jealous i'm stuck here in the uk with the rain yeah. and yeah and it's, you know just to be able to be there one of the when you open one of the the dispensaries Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be so much fun, man. And, and the whole Hopefully thing, so. especially with this lockdown, you know, uh, what we're going to do, we're putting a lot of effort because, you know, Cheech is like in, into the art world and, and, and so am I to some degree, but we're going to have the, the most incredible catalog of, of all our products that you can oh, order yes. online or you can order and then pick it up. Or then you can come in the stores and, and enjoy enjoy that too, and so That's we're gonna sad. we're gonna have the most updated, most hippest. It's gonna be so hip, man. It's just, be, you know, it's gonna be a lifestyle for so many people, because mm. hey, we're, we're, like like my lifestyle. Even when I went to jail, uh, you know, I was cool because you know, <laughs> you know, blocking a stoner <laughs> away with all his fans is really not punishment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, no. I suppose everybody's a fan of Tommy Chong. Right? <clears throat> yeah, it I must be so. very rare you come across like any hate mail or any kind of negativity. Oh, I get it. I get it, especially yeah, with Trump. Yeah. You know, because I'm so anti-Trump. You know, okay. Yeah. So I get all these. I get all these Trumpies, especially on my Twitter feed. You know, oh, they and and they're really sneaky, but I'm onto them now. You know, because <laughs> uh, they, they 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 just knock. You know, they just tell lies about like Biden, for instance, or like they did mm-hmm. with Hillary, you know, just tell all these stupid lies, and, you know, yeah, accuse yeah. them all these, they, what they do, they accuse the other people of what Trump's doing. And so it's, it's like, uh, you know, it's hard to accuse Trump of something that someone else has already been accused of without looking mm-hmm. like you're, you're, you're just being uh, silly. And so, right. so what I've been doing, I've been, uh, 
uh, having fun with the, the Trumpies on my Twitter feed. <laughs> Just go, <laughs> Tommy Chong trolls the Trump supporters. Oh, 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 lovely. Tommy trolls so Trump. Much. I love it. Tommy <laughs> trolls <laughs> Trump. So much fun, man. I'm having so much fun. Because <laughs> what I do, I just lie. Lie about <laughs> everything. <laughs> everything. Like the president, man. Like fire yeah. was fire. Yeah. And, and now, now I got a new tactic. Now all I do, I don't talk about Trump. I don't mention him. I just talk about Biden and Obama. They started getting on me. You know, they said, well, wasn't it Biden's law that put you in jail? And I said, yeah, it was, you know, the paraphernalia law. I said, but, right. but he saw the light. That was 20 years ago. I says that mm. now, now Biden's, I says, and the thing is, when you, when you get Biden, you get Obama free. You don't have to pay him. He, he's <laughs> the there truth. free, whispering in. in, in yeah, he's really telling Biden what to do. <laughs> and so, mm. so it's, it's, it's so. Uh, Obama part three, eh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm having so much fun, man. You have no idea. <laughs> Uh, yeah. It looks like you're having fun. That's what our viewers are not going to be able to see is the smile on your face when you're telling us all about this. Oh, that's oh. fantastic, man. Oh, yeah. And then fantastic. And, and what we're going to do now, like Cheech and I, you know, we, we, we've kind of, you know, had it with the touring because it doesn't look like we're going to be able to tour for a while anyway. But, right. but we're going to tour for the for for the you know the dispensaries for the yeah. for the pot shops and we're going to tour and we're going to be in the press every day you know uh, yeah hyping the the thing well look, you know like my wife for instance you know she's Gore, Shelby Chong look her up on the on the internet she is so gorgeous and she now she does the the, um, the breast strip uh, THC breast strips that we sell the Tommy Chong breast strips, you know, there's not smoke, no smoking. All you do is you peel it back and you put a little breast strip in your, in your mouth and you get a, a nice dose of uh, THC and she uses oh, it. To, nice. Yeah. Oh, she cool. uses it to sleep, to, to help her sleep. And so she, she, yeah. she, she goes through like two or three breast strips a night. You <laughs> <laughs> just got to wake up and grab another one of these. Yeah. That's yeah. super convenient. Oh, it's better than eating be. oil. And she's so beautiful. And I mean, for I mean, she's incredible. I mean, she's yes. How long have you been married, Tommy? Well, a long time. Oh yeah. I, I well, we weren't married for the long time. I've been with her. We've been right. together forever. Our oldest daughter is over fifty. So no way. So, so uh, we've awesome, been together man. forever. But she wouldn't marry me because she didn't. She never wanted to be a wife. She always wanted to be a mistress. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to keep a special house for her then? I mean, a true mistress, separate address, separate apartment, the whole thing? Oh, no, just uh, she gets to get all my money. And uh, <laughs> Okay. That's a normal life, though. That's hey, not different. <laughs> hey, I'm, I, I, I'm the guy with a with little apartment. <laughs> She's got the house. She's <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yes, I fully understand you, Mr. Jones. Can I have $10 for bag of weed yeah yeah well no i get all the i get all the weed i want i get all the weed i suppose you you're, you're gonna get weed thrown at you all the time aren't you? all the time all the time mm. and i'm not i'm a light smoker so what i do i tip everybody with weed you know uh anybody that wow. works for me and i get so much i get such good service when i go anywhere man. absolutely yeah yeah that's what we do here in canada too Awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Canada, man. Well, Canada, you know, we had the best uh, uh, BC Bud. 
oh, it was, it was, it was the biggest seller in, in LA for years. Uh, you sure. know, because, yeah, I had friends that used to uh, smuggle it down over the border and, and into LA. And they got, yeah. busted. They, they, got, they got busted one time. They busted them. And then they said, okay, where's the safe house? Where do you keep, where's the money? And where's the weed? And then as soon as they got the money and the weed, they let them go. No charge. Go figure. And then it was like, oh, okay. now where's the bong and where's the liar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of weed, uh, you and Cheech obviously are quite discerning customers of, of the herb. Uh, oh, what yeah. kind of a, what kind of supplier are you guys looking at for your dispensaries? Are you going to contract people out yourself or kind of look into the existing production system now as it exists? Well, what we do, it, it's like fine wine, you know, because we're connoisseurs and, you know, and the, and the people from all over the world bring us the best bud. And so, sure. so we're, we're privy and, and then we're, we're, we're using the best oil you can have. We are, I already have uh, CBD oil on the market in Walmart. In all over the mm. states and and i also also have uh, in the spray you know the mixture and everything and so our, our tommy's product, choice our, our yeah our product is so pure and and it's the envy you know you can't really mess up plot i mean it takes so <laughs> it takes energy you know because by the time you mess it up an, another batch what was three three crops a year three four crops a year are growing yeah. right now right now so, oh, and, and and then they're 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 experimenting, you know, they're cloning, they're they're uh, mixing the, the different clones together. That's why we were, we really actually run out of strain names, you know. When people <laughs> yeah. ask me what, what's your favorite strain, I say marijuana. Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah. Weed, man. I just like weed. <laughs> yeah, yeah weed, marijuana, yeah. Uh, a pot. Yeah. yeah, that's my favorite strain. Moldering, yeah. yes. Yeah. So you don't have yeah. a particular favorite then, no? No, no, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. You know, in fact, you know what? I, I tell people too that being straight is a high. <laughs> you I know, haven't tried it that. is sometimes. Yeah, it is sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Being straight is a, is a different kind of high. You're sharper, mm. you're alert, you're, 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 you know, you're not eating everything that you see. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm the opposite, Tommy. When I don't smoke, I'm all over the place. I cannot focus. I'm all, I, I drop everything. Well, you're I, young. I just, <laughs> you're, you're, you're still you're still evolving <laughs> you know <laughs> you got to get to the point where <laughs> it's funny because of this virus you know uh, I, oh. I, I'd, I'd, I'd smoke up and I'd forget about it like my memory is shot I, I swear <laughs> to God that's why I was late getting on the zoom because they phoned me like they phoned me a half hour uh, before and then in that time I forgot all the time i get so easily distracted and it's so easy to just forget about something yeah how many times have you walked in a room to get something and then you got to stand there and think okay yeah. what am what am what am i looking for <laughs> look at stuff to try to remind yourself and yeah, yeah. Uh, man, Tommy, I was only telling the boys about a story of how I went to get a grinder disc in the local hardware. Three times I went to the hardware <laughs> to get the grinder disc. I came home with loads of fancy tools and stuff. Oh, you, but... you come home with you come home with sandpaper, masks, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, everything done... but what you want. 
<laughs> That's why you get it. And, and then if you write a note, you can't find the note. <laughs> yeah. Or you can't read the note. <laughs> yeah. This is my life forever, man. Oh, oh yeah. You know, and now they got, they got, uh, I just went shopping, you know, they, usually my family keeps me locked up because I'm, I'm at that age, you know, where I could catch this virus real easy. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but today, today I, I snuck out, I had to take the dogs in for grooming. And so, uh, so I snuck out, I went to the market with a mask and everything. And, uh, oh man, because, you know, when I shop, I buy all sorts of uh, shit that I'll never use. <laughs> there, there, there's a few of us that um, our our wives and husbands look after the finances because we can't be trusted. <laughs> no, no, we can't for sure. So I don't know if you heard, but uh, Facebook uh, took down our Cheech and Chong page. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but man. again, it's like my guitars, man. Uh, as soon as they, as soon as I heard that, I said, "Oh, great! Now we can get a better new change, new page." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then that's just owner mentality. I've got mm-hmm. to adopt that. I have to do that. Yeah, now we've got an excuse to really, uh, you know, get on Facebook and 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 have a good time with them. You know, because yeah. you know, uh, first are you know the people that were working on it, they were all pissed off, they're mad, and I said, "Oh no, this is great, man! We can use this because now." We're, I'm on a campaign to get Mark Zuckerberg high, because that's that we fear that's what he needs. <laughs> we need to that's do it. We need to do a, a, a intervention. Uh, Have you Mark got a petition Zuckerberg. up and running or something? Yeah. You're just banging on his door. You're on his house. Just Mark, yeah. go yeah. smoke this. Mark, <laughs> Mark, world side. Come on, man. We got a bomb here. Got your name on it. <laughs> oh, that's what Maybe. I'll do. That's what I'll do. I'll have a bong made for Mark Zuckerberg, especially the for Zucker bong. The Zucker you can call bong. it the Zuckerberg, yeah. man. The Zuckerberg is perfect, <laughs> Tommy. Yes, the Zuckerberg. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. Oh man, you know, it, it, my life, my life couldn't be any better. You know, I, like right now, I'm sitting, I'm sitting, looking at my my swimming pool and my jungle. And oh, I'm, I'm locked down with one of the most, she was really voted one of the top 10, the 20 beauties of, of uh, what was it? It was, uh, oh, oh, it was in 2003. I'm going to, I had to go to court to get sentenced to jail. And on the way there, we stopped at the Oprah Winfrey show for my wife to go on with Oprah no. and be cool. honored for be, what happened, my there was a contest at Moore Magazine, and they it was for models over 40. Well, my wife thought, she misread it, she thought it meant over 50. So she submitted a picture, and, and that's how, out of thousands, and probably more, hundreds of thousands of, of entries, she was picked as no one way. of the contestants, one of the top 20. And then she was the only one that was on Oprah, uh, Winfrey and so I'm on my way to get sentenced to jail and so I'm sitting in the audience and you know I'm incognito they they kind of figured out somebody found out that I was there but Oprah is so straight you know that you know I, she wasn't gonna make any fuss over. say anything cool that's yeah. sweet so so my wife goes on uh with Oprah and she was so nervous and so beautiful and she's she's tiny she's only five foot six 
and and every every other contestant was over six foot. They're ex models. <laughs> so mm -hmm. here she is, was just in the Valley of the Giants, and Oprah. Of course, <laughs> of course, Oprah picked her right away because she was shorter than or same height as Oprah, and so they had a nice little uh, to do on, on stage. Awesome. And, but they didn't mention me, and it was so funny because I'm sitting there thinking. Man, I'm going to go to jail tomorrow, and my wife's on over. Oh, it was the next day as well. Wow. Was, That's peaks and troughs, isn't it? Riding high one day and locked up the next day. That's what it was. But, you know, but, uh, Vanity Fair uh, sent a limo for me to, to take me to jail. So I, oh, I, wow. I, so I, I rode, a, you know, out to Bakersfield from L.A. in a limo. <laughs> <laughs> and we got, we got stopped for speeding. And so the limo driver says, uh, I got Tommy Chung here. We're taking him to jail. And the cop says, oh, okay, go ahead, sir. No you problem. Know, we just want to get him to jail as quickly as possible because he's a risk to everybody off. So yes. We better get him off the street straight away. He's gone. <laughs> That's what it so was. That was shocking when you were sent to jail as well. And it was only over paraphernalia as well. Yeah, no, yeah, no, it was. A, yeah, it was a, that was crazy. It was purely political. It was all mm -hmm, political. definitely. Yeah, it was. George Bush was in the middle of the Iraqi war, and they were saying about they're looking for weapons of mass destruction, and and I think I would have got house arrest except the press asked me about the bust, and I said, well, the only weapons of mass destruction uh, Bush bomb were my bombs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see, see what comedians do for a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Nine months in prison for some jokes, yeah. Tommy. That's a, that's a big price. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a harsh price to pay. <laughs> so, Tommy, let me ask you about you because you've been on loads of TV shows and movies and stuff. But which which was your favorite role to play? Which one felt less like work and more just having a good time? Probably that '70s show. You know, when I was on. Oh, that brilliant! 70s. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That, that was that was like. My favorite version of Tommy Chong was Leo yeah. in the 70s show. The photo man, Some of them yeah. scenes were genius, was, man. Still yeah, a lot of people now. our age's intro to Tommy Chong was that 70s show. So, mm. yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, it was, a, it, it, was a, it was my favorite role because, you know, I didn't have to direct, I didn't have to write, I didn't have to do anything. I just had to show up and, and, and be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> just be Leo. <laughs> it was Leo. It was great. It was, you, know, you know what's funny about the 70s show? Is that they 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 had this sort of hierarchy thing going at the seventy show when I joined, you know, uh, you know, there's the the stars and then the then their co-stars and then you know it went yeah. down, and you know like the the kids you know they all hung together and then 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 the parents they hung together and and it was kind of a hierarchy and so they looked at me kind of like an outsider, you know, like uh, oh who who's this guy. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> at the end of the show, uh, at the last the rap thing, it was all different then, you know. Yeah. Then they, they realized, you know, this was our last show. And, and, and Kitty, she was kind of, you know, just a little bit aloof, you know, uh, <laughs> because, she, you know, she's, she's a working actress forever. And, and, and she, the Kitty, the mom, and, and oh, yeah. Yeah, at, yeah. At, we're doing the, the last scene. And instead of calling me Leo, she called me Tommy. It was so <laughs> cute. And she didn't even realize it. Like, We're going to miss oh, you, man. Tommy. We're going to miss you, Tommy. And, oh, and then they said, nice. uh, cut, that's, it's Leo. 
that you all did. Yeah, what did I say? Did I say Tommy? Oh, it was so sweet. No, <laughs> that that show it ended up really. I, I yeah. mean, watch watching those kids grow up it was such a thrill. And and for me, it was like going to acting school. You know, because I'd never taken a, a formal lesson in my life. You know, and so when we got on that show, I I, I used to sit in because I you know had a small part. And so instead of sitting in the dressing room, I, I would go on the set and watch uh, Dick Trainer, you know, the director, kind of teach, teach acting, you know, showing the little tricks in that, man. I learned so much. It was so much fun. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. One of my favorite scenes from the 70s show was when you and Hyde, well, not you, but, you know, Leo and Hyde were playing a, a game of life. Oh. And Leo was explaining about how his kids had split and Hyde was explaining how his dad was split. And then Leo sat there and he's like, and now we found each other. Will you be my father? <laughs> <laughs> that cracked me up, man. It's one of the best scenes ever. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I tried every once in a while, I try to add my little two bits in there. I, I ended <laughs> putting in one line with uh, with the guy from the Tim Allen show, we did one little thing, and and I just added. I got to add one <laughs> one word. I think it was, but it was cool. It was cool. You know, I I've I've always been the guy. I I've never turned down any any kind of work. You know, when I was a kid growing up, we we're pretty poor, and yeah. uh, and so. When people ask you to, I grew up kind of like on a farm, you know, in the country. We, we never had a farm. We're in between the city and the farms. And so we're, you know, the tobacco road almost. And, and the thing is, when you live in the country, people, you help each other. Like they'll call Absolutely. you, hey, you know, if a car gets stuck, you hey, come on, help me push it off. Or mm. listen, I got to go somewhere. Will you take care of the kids? It was never about how much am I getting paid? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was it was always helping people, and it's so, just helps them. Yeah, and so so as it went, as I grew up, you know, I'd have a kid with a paper route. He'd say, "Can you help me with collect money tonight?" You know, it'd be like forty below, blow degrees outside. Mm -hmm. You know, and it would be a horrible, horrible job. And I'd just help him out, and and that's what I did all 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 my life. Uh, you know, I I took a job because someone needed me to do something. And so, uh, you know, I, it was never about money, but I found out real early that it's not about money. You know, it's all about helping somebody. And if you can help somebody and they need help, you, it's your duty. You have to do it. You know, it's, it's just the way we were raised. And so when, when we got to the point, like, uh, like the movie, you know, like Up in Smoke, there was a, we had a chance one time because we had some disagreements with, with the director, who was our producer, radio uh, record producer. And we had a chance right then because we did, oh, I got sued. It just shows you how it works. I got sued for, uh, for really it was bogus by, uh, by the director's, uh, what do you call it, uh, his uh, accountant. Uh, and, and because he had fired the accountant too. And, and so the accountant was out some money. And so he sued me. 
And so, of course, my lawyer, Rob, had to do a countersuit. But when we did the countersuit, we did the discovery. And we found out all those things going on with the movie. If we wanted to, if I wanted to, we could have had the whole movie up in smoke. Could have been ours. Oh, totally, totally. Uh. But instead, their side offered us a great, great settlement deal, you know. Just you know, now, remember, they're suiing me, and it ended up. settlement. It ended up then giving us a huge, huge settlement. Now, I could have been greedy, and, and we could have, you know, made millions. But it, that's not the way I am. You know, mm-hmm. I just want what's fair for me, and and and, and we did. And, and by doing that it opened the doors for all the other movies and the rest of the career. You know, we never had that, that bitterness of uh, fighting over stupid stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so, yeah. so that's what well, I learned. Up in Smoke is like a, a cult classic now, isn't it? Oh, totally. yeah. Every stone has seen it. And if they haven't, then they must go see it and they will enjoy yeah. it. Of course. It's like mm-hmm. the original stoner film, apart from Reef of Madness, which obviously yeah. doesn't count. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, Up in Smoke, uh, it changed the world of the Chicano, of the, the Latin, mm-hmm. Latin, Latin guys. And up until then, they were just used as extras almost, you know, or bad guys, put a headband on them and, and have them kill somebody, you know. Right. And, and we, we, we humanized the lowrider. And then we also yeah. humanized the rich hippie. <laughs> 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 it, it, was, it, was, it was a stroke of genius. And we made that movie for less than... Uh, a uh, million dollars. It was like it came in about under eight hundred thousand dollars. Wow! It was incredible. I have to say, in in that movie, you're seeing where you throw the spliff out on top of the onto the nuns. That is just the all time <laughs> best for me. <laughs> you know? With the nuns. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Man. Oh, there's so many good things, and and that was the other thing too. You know, if 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 we if that movie was just Cheech and Chong, I would have went forward with the suit. But the truth is, is that the director Lou, you know, he added uh, that nun scene. That was his scene. He added uh, Stacy mm-hmm. Keach. You know, he he got Stacy. I had I had another comedian in in, in mind, but uh, you know, Lou Lou knew Stacy, and Stacy loved the part. And, and there were so many things in there, you know. Like I, I, I had written all sorts of things, you know, that that we had to, you know, make mi- mi- miniaturize. But the only thing I did that 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 really made it uh, my movie was that I reshot the ending. The 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 uh, Lou had shot put this ending together, and it was all a dream. And uh, and I could no one no one wanted to go with that ending. No. And so no. so I come up with the ending that we we just wrote, you know rode off into the sunset smoking a, a little bit of hash and Cheech <laughs> drops it between his legs. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Been there, done the, that. How many times? Yeah. It was all so you still the, see Cheech very often? Oh yeah, we're we're together. We're, we're especially yeah. with the with the with his dispensaries. You know, we're going to be we're going to be back together. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, we, we were performing, you know, we did, uh, uh, you know, the, <laughs> see, I'm, I'm getting a stoner brain now. Uh, <laughs> the casinos, we did all casinos yeah. around, around America. In fact, I've been planning a, a whole thing with uh, 
a new Cheech and Chong revival for the for the uh, dispensaries. It's going to be great. Right. Cool. And would you plan to put them in um, open a dispensary in like the UK or in Ireland or in, in oh, Europe? Oh, absolutely. Soon as got they to push can... for that, Tommy, man. You got to help us out. You got to go oh, over yeah. and kick the shit out of Boris and say, yo, they need weed over here, man. Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, you know, we, we'll do it medically. You know, we, we go in there mm-hmm. and, and do it medically. And, and, and that's what that's that's what we got to do. You know, we, we'll, we'll get Sandra Gupta, you know, from CNN, you know, and, and show that people with the epilepsy, you know, how it helps them, MS, all those diseases. Yeah. And I know that the UK has has a ton of a, that, that, that kind of suffering too. And and more than anything, it it, it, it stops the alcoholism, you know, and that in the and whole the opioid abuse. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. It lessens it, and and so we separate it from from the, the the dangerous substances and show it, and then we'll get athletes. You know, we'll get the athletes over there. That, you know, that it helps them. You know, helps them heal. Mm-hmm. Like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar played basketball for seven years after he should have retired because all he would do was smoke weed. You know, mm-hmm. marijuana was his his. Uh, his secret sauce. That's what kept him in there. And Mike Tyson now, and Mike Tyson, you know, one of the greatest mm-hmm. heavyweights. He was, he's now he has his own yeah, brand. Sure. He, and he's know. getting back in the ring soon. I want to try and get Mike Tyson on the show as well. I'd love to get oh, Tyson on. Oh yeah, you got to get Mike on. He, he, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Ask him one thing for me. Did the Ludicrous, you know, the rapper. Yeah. Ludic- yeah. Ludicrous. Yeah. Did he get his name from Mike Tyson's pronouncing? Remember, Mike used to Oh, that's ludicrous. <laughs> I can't ask him that, Tommy, man. He'll punch me in the face over the Zoom conversation. I can't do that. I feel that from here. <laughs> I've, been, I've been dying to ask. Uh, actually, 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 we got to ask Ludacris. <laughs> he seems like such a good guy as well. You know, have you, have you met Tyson before, Tommy? I haven't met him yet. No, we, 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 we've come close. I was supposed to, he was supposed to be on a show I was on and I was supposed to be going out to his thing. But it hasn't happened yet. It, it'll happen. <laughs> you know, but you know, I, you know, I, I've been, I've been hanging, I hang a lot with Sugar Ray Leonard, you know, the boxer. Cool. I, yeah. He, really? he, he's very cool. And I, and I had to convince his, uh, when I first met Sugar Ray, you know, his wife, was so anti-drug because she had a 16 year old kid and so so when i first met her bernie she got she asked me she's i need some advice you know my kid's getting into drugs what do you think i should do i said well send him over to me (laughs) (laughs) it's good advice man i know the kid's gonna go out and do it anyway so you might as well send it to an experienced professional Send them over to me. I love it. I love it. Send them over to me. I'll I'll get them. I'll I'll school them. I'll school them. And then at first she thought I was, you know, serious. And then she realized, you know, Tommy Chung wants to help you with your drug problem. (laughs) (laughs) But that that would be like learning from the master. That would be like going and learning from Yoda. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been teaching people. You know, you know, and then I get tired. I get people ask me all stupid questions. You know, they say, "Oh, you had cancer. I got cancer. What should I do?" I said, "Talk to your doctor." Yeah, that would be a good idea. See them a medical professional. Yeah, Yeah, talk to your doctor or Google marijuana. 
you know. <laughs> exactly. That's what I tell everybody. You got a computer? You got a phone? Yeah. Yeah. Google it. Google it. And then you find out. We're, we're still really, really backwards over in Ireland when it comes to legalization of even when it comes to medicinal. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's all good. Well, hey, listen, you, you, you just, you, you just got, you guys just figured out the, the nun thing you know, over there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's going to, it's going to be a little, you know, a little catching up to do there. Oh, yeah. I, I, oh it I, takes a while. I, I, I watched, uh, and you know, I'm, I'm part Irish. I, I don't know what part my, my, uh, <laughs> my, my mother on my mother's side, her, her grandfather was Irish. He was a Dylan. And, oh, very and, cool. And on my, on my uh, mother's side, again, her grandfather on her father's side was, uh, or her father, Actually, it was uh, Scottish, a Gilchrist. So I got, a, I'm a Gilchrist and a Dylan and, uh, and wow. a Chong. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, you, you know, for years, I didn't realize you, you were Chinese. Are you Chinese, right? Half. Yeah, half Chinese. I didn't yeah. realize your surname was like related to China, a Chinese name. I thought it was actually like a show name from, from Chongin. But the oh, term Chongin right. comes from, that's a term in the UK, you know, Chongin. But it comes from Tommy Chong. And I thought you, you just had a stage name. I didn't know it was your actual name. It was, it was I was named after my uncle. My uncle right. in Edmonton, Alberta, his name was Tommy Chong. And he was quite well known in the, in the academic field. And when I was 16 years old, we, moved, we, we, were, we lived in Calgary and, and they lived in, my uncle lived in Edmonton. He stayed in Edmonton all his life. He was an academic all his life. And, uh, and so when I was 16 years old, we, me and my buddy, we drove to Edmonton and I knocked on his door oh, about six in the morning. <laughs> and and he, he come to the door, opened the door a crack. I said, he goes, yeah. I says, uh, hey, Uncle Tommy, I'm, I'm your, I'm Tommy. I'm your, your nephew. <laughs> and it was a long pause. He goes, yeah. <laughs> I said, well, I just wanted to say hi. And, uh, he said, okay, hello. And then he closed the door. <laughs> <laughs> then, then, then years later, when I started getting uh, reviews in the, in the paper, Tommy Chong's movie, Tommy Chong's comedy, he called me up. It, then, then it, now, now, now I was... The tide has turned. <laughs> yeah, the, now he was very, very... And, and he, because he was second act such an academic he would save all the clippings all the you know the the oh reviews and, and 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 we ended up becoming... showing his friends pretending it's him it's like look at me <laughs> in the paper. no i made this film i'm in disguise like you can't tell no, it's me no he was he was very proud he was very proud like cheech awesome. like cheech's dad uh, was a cop you know uh really lapd wow. lapd and wow wow and, that, and that's why cheech uh Cheech really hesitated to play the lowrider because <laughs> no one, we didn't know, like we, you know, in, in Canada and uh, we didn't know Cheech was Mexican. We thought he was some kind of Arab or, you know, some kind of, some kind of shmanger. And That's so when we came down to LA and, and we started working in LA and then, and then we didn't go over so well. And I told Cheech, I said, you're from here, man. There must be a character you can play and, and Cheech said, "Well, there's one, but uh, you know, I, I hate to. Yeah, I don't want to do it." 
I said, "Why?" He said, "Well, it's kind of detrimental to the to the Chicano." I said, "Well, we're comedians, man. That's that's our job. <laughs> it's supposed to be." Yeah. And so and so he showed me. So so he, so we, that night we did that character, and that was like that opened the door. That opened the door. Minute yeah. minute Cheech says, "Hey, Red Freak, you want to ride, man?" Minute he <laughs> said that, the audience just went nuts, and that was that was our. They was born. That was that it. Was it. it was born. Yeah, that was cool. So, what did Chi-Chi's dad think about the whole relation to cannabis in the show? He and the TV. He, he actually hated Cheech right up until he became. Oh, really? He, yeah, he hated Richard. He hated his son because uh, because he was a, a big guy, big cop, and Cheech was short. You know, Cheech never really attained the height that that the dad thought was he should have. And Cheech was the only son, so he was a kind of a mama's boy. And so his dad, for the first few years of Cheech's life, his dad treated him like a Mexican laborer, you know, had him wow. doing patios and working bad, and really, really mean, uh, mean to him. Uh, yeah, so, they, cool, so, so Cheech, Cheech went left uh, and went up to Canada where I met him, and then he became Cheech and Chong. Well, as soon as he became Cheech and Chong, then all the all the cops at the station, you know, they they were Oscar. That's your son. Cheech is your son. <laughs> Oscar. Oh man. man. And, and and then Cheech and Oscar became the best friends. After that. Oh why? Oh yes. Oscar uh, he, and Oscar was serious. You know, he was like a real harness bull. You know, one of those tough guys he, he passed away a little while ago and, and, and cheech cried like a baby man oh yeah, I'm he, sure. he, he loved his dad but at least he, he he lived long enough to see his dad just do a one 360 actually he came right around yeah. and he loved cheech after that you know and you know, everything worked out but it's you know it's part of that generation you know yeah when some people just will always see weed as dangerous drug because that's what they've been shown on the tv yeah the thing is, when you can buy your parents a house, you know, their attitudes change. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very, very true. Yeah. When you really get down to it, you guys' comedy isn't just superficial stuff either. It's it's really, like, deep stuff when you really look into it. So, I mean... Absolutely. Well, neither yeah, one of us, know. neither neither Cheech or I were, were cheering. We were, we were, we, we made it up as we went along. You know, I mean, I got into the improvisational theater because when I was uh, with Motown, you know, a musician, you know, I was a sideman, you know, and so, you know, I wasn't a star, I wasn't singing, I was playing guitar. You kind of right. in the background, you know, even though it was my band or used to be my band until we got to Motown. And so I actually got fired for trying to get a green card. You know, but that freed me, you know. And then Barry Gordy himself called me up and said, hey, you're not fired. And I said, yeah, I think I am. You know, I, I, want, <laughs> I, 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 I told Barry, I said, I want to be a Barry Gordy. I don't want to work for one. And, and mm. he says, I can cool. respect that. And, and, and mm. to this day, you know, we're, we're still really, you know, tight, you know, Barry and, and, and everybody. But, uh, yeah, you know, I just, but neither Cheech or I, you know, we never even contemplated being a comedian we had to learn <laughs> you know it's mm. like a job you know 
There's another job to do. Okay, you got to learn how to be a comedian. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> and that's what Cheech oh, wow. was like, too. Cheech could do all these voices and all these things, you know, but he would just do it to entertain his friends, you know. Right. That's, and, that's fact, why it's that's, so good. Cause... That's how he got turned on to Cheech because when, when uh, we needed another actor, this uh, mutual friend of Cheech and I, he, he said, hey, you got to meet this guy. He's really funny. He, he, awesome. He's so entertaining. And and then I met Cheech, and wow, it was it was wow. a match. It was a match made and they just instant chemistry straight away. Yeah, because we were both neither neither one of us were were trained to you know like Cheech would say he could sing a little bit you know, uh, and I could play guitar a little bit you know, and so we were going to start a band at first, and then we said well we'll do a little comedy before we play music. <laughs> and uh, we never did play a note. We never, we never played a note. <laughs> well, Still getting used a little it. music in the comedy a little bit, though. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. use all my music chops now. You know, I've been writing. I, I, I'm more of a poet than than, than uh, a musician. Although you know, I've been, especially I, I went on the Mass Singer, and I, I had to take the singing lessons, and hmm. uh, and I got a voice. I just need a trainer, you know, and it okay. takes, you know, so I've been, uh, it's like learning to play an instrument, you know? Yeah. yeah it is an instrument. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, and you got to treat it like mm. that. You got to practice and you got to, you know, your addiction and everything, you know, my Canadian, <laughs> my Canadian, uh, accent, uh, my Canadian teaching, when they teach you in Canada, it's, it's really, really bad. Like they would get, a, an English teacher to teach you French. <laughs> yeah, because they is. never they never had a real French uh, uh, teacher, and so you Unless learn. So you learn French with this horrible accent, <laughs> <laughs> taught by a, a teacher that never uses it. <laughs> and so, right. So I almost had a, a a thing against learning language. We lived in Paris for. Uh, Two three years, and the only thing I learned was uh, je, pas, je ne peux pas français. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good to know. It's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only. That's the only thing I learned, and that's the only thing I used <laughs> wherever I went. But but do you get recognized like when you you know when you're like in Paris? Because I'm sure you get recognized on the street sometimes. Not in, so in much in States. Paris. Not so much yeah. in Paris. Budapest, I got recognized. Mm -hmm. In uh, yeah. Berlin, I got recognized. Uh, right. England, uh, London, I got recognized, <clears throat> but but uh, but but not in Paris. You know, you know Paris. You know, <laughs> Paris yeah. don't like people that live a half a mile outside of Paris. <laughs> people yeah. don't. Like, people in Paris don't like people who live in Paris. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, <sighs> it was so funny there because we lived, like I said, we lived there and and uh, we did a movie there. And, and so Cheech, uh, you know, the, the movie people rented Cheech's beautiful house on uh, Avenue Foch. And, uh, and it was filled with all this exotic, beautiful art, you know, uh, Stella's and all these expensive art. And so we would have uh, the odd party over there at uh, Cheech's place. Cheech loved Paris, man. Oh, he was yeah. in heaven. Because he loves to eat and drink, you know, and that was his favorite mm -hmm. thing. And that's all you got to do. That's all you want to do in Paris, just eat and drink. 
Must be uh, a beautiful place, man. I've never been to Paris. Really? Oh, yeah. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I was well, there, I, but a child. Well, I've never been there. I've never been to England. I mean, never been to Scotland or Ireland yet. And I'm waiting. Well, Tommy, if you ever come to Ireland, I will show you the ins and out of the country. I, I'm going to take you up on that because that's, that's on my bucket list. You'll love his dogs. <laughs> I yeah. have big. I I will have three Great Danes now in in a few weeks, Tommy. I have oh, you're going to have three me. Great Danes. Yeah, I have oh. one now at the minute, and I, I'm we're getting two brothers. Spread. It's going to be Thor and Loki. Oh my God! No, because I you, already have Odin. <laughs> have you thought it through as far as picking up the dog poop? Oh yeah. Yeah, well I've got quite a big yard. So um gonna need a little it's bobcat okay. for those crafts. <laughs> Compost. Yeah, here. Yeah. You know when I moved to LA, uh you know, I, I, I got it that was thirty years ago or so. When we moved up to the Palisades, a nice area, they uh uh I I, I did a show for a, a kennel, you know, rescue. Uh for a dog rescue, SPCA thing, you know. Oh, yeah. Adopt dogs. And I'm on the show, yep. and they dropped, put a puppy in my lap that needed a home. No, oh, come no. On. You, no. So you took it on. home, right? I took it home. And halfway home, I, I phoned my wife on the phone. I said, <laughs> I, 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 says, I got a dog. And she goes, well, that'll be temporary. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so that's what I named him. I named him Tempe. Temper, <laughs> <laughs> and he stayed with us for 16 years. Oh wow! Oh, fantastic! He awesome, was so man. Cool. Yeah, well, I, we were I, saying I, earlier, you know, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Oh, it always is. Well, you know, definitely. I grew up, like I said, I grew up in in, in Canada. You know, uh, kind of in, in the country, kind of, and uh, you, you had dogs there. But you, you never locked them. You opened the door. You let them out. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Let yeah. the dog out. Or yeah. let the dog in. You know, and sometimes it'd be two, three days later, the dog would come home. And then <laughs> you at the door. And there was no dog food. There's no dog mm -hmm. food. You just, whatever scraps was left, you, you okay, here, you can have that. You know, or my, yeah. my mom would cook a little extra portion for, for the dog. But there's no dog food. There's no cat food. There's none of that. We never got that, yeah, you know, until we moved into the city, you know. But uh, and so when I moved up to Palisades, when I'm with my 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 black Labrador Tempe, I would just let him out wander the neighborhood. And one time, <laughs> one time the neighbor, I wasn't home, but the neighbor came with a gun. He had a gun, a weapon, oh. knocked on the door and says, "Your dog's been pissing on my flowers," you know. So I'm gonna come to your house with a gun. With a gun. With a, yeah, with a gun. Yeah. What yeah. a fucking whack job. <laughs> yeah. And, and my son, luckily my son, you know, he grew up here, so you know, you know, he knows all the ins and outs of everything. So he was very respectful. So then, then I, I used to take him on walks, Tempe, and we we lived right near a wilderness area. And uh, <laughs> one time, the animal control people pulled up to me and they said, "Is this your dog?" And I said, no. Did they take the dog away, Tommy? No, he, well, he, he couldn't get near him. You know, 
Can't be what to run away from him. So, no, so perfect. But after perfect. That, then my daughter, my daughter started walking him uh, a lot. And so then, uh, then she got leashed for him. <laughs> and then I took lessons. I took lessons on how to, how to, how to train. I took lessons from an Israeli dog trainer, a lady. And she taught me all the tricks how to train a dog. Yeah, my Very wife, cool. my wife, you know, she's, she, she takes lessons. She takes three lessons a, a, a day uh, for dancing, a ballroom dancing, uh, ballet, tango, and, uh, and then she does uh, uh, ballroom, tango, and yoga. yoga. No, I, I, I'm, I'm recovering from a, a, a gout attack. I had a sore toe. So I, I could, know. but I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm learning how to dance tango. You know, I, I, I kind of know, oh, but cool. I, I kind of know, but I got to practice on my own, but mm. it's so good. Hey, listen, man, I got, I, I yeah, I I'm go. sure we've, we've been I, a long got, time. It's been a it massive been. pleasure having you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is. Anytime pleasure. you want to come along again and chat with us, of course, you are always welcome to see open to you anytime. Oh, good. Yeah, well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. And I'll take you up on it, especially when we get the, uh, the uh, things going. And, and the, Anytime. And, the, and we got to figure out a way to uh, start getting the, the medical in in Ireland and uh, in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. hard work, man. Oh, it's so hard. Keep well, showing people that it's not so bad. And yeah. No, all it, all, it, all it takes is money. See? So, so we just have to find the right... Uh, backer you know in, in in the uk and and then once we get the money then we can just start the the uh the propaganda you know start showing yeah. how, how good it is and how much taxes how much money you know that the, the government's losing and how well how how you know because your health system you know your health system you know the the, the health uh, here in america has been so improved since they've uh, legalized, especially the medical, because now you don't have that expensive uh, medicine, the useless medicine that they give you, you know. The right. prescription drugs. Yeah, yeah all that. That's, it's that's just poison. More, that kills more people than anything. Just like the, the old age homes. If they would just fill those age, old age homes up with, with weed and, and hash, they wouldn't have any problem, you know. Sure. They'd have a lot more visitors. They're very happy <laughs> residents. Absolutely. Grand, grandkids would stay yeah. longer. <laughs> I'm going to go visit Grandpa. Uh, I'll yeah. see you tomorrow. Say, not allowed to play bong while you're here, son. <laughs> okay, so I'm guys. sure you got loads to do, man. Yep. We really appreciate you, Tommy. Legend. How much you of a legend is Tommy Chalk, man? Thanks for everything. Not just doing yeah. the podcast, but everything you've done, you know, the yeah, activism, man. the bringing cannabis into a better light for the last, what, 50 years? Yeah. You're a legend, man. Well, let's, let's really appreciate you, Tommy. Let's, let's stay in touch. Let's do something. Okay. Cool. Ciao, ciao. Nice. Perfect plan. Perfect plan. Right. Have a great day, Tommy. Okay. Bye bye. See you, Tommy. Take care, mate. Bye-bye. See you, Tommy. Bye bye. How about that interview, lads? Yeah. That was awesome. It was so much fun doing that interview. I just yeah. can't explain it. Two weeks ago, super awesome. never would have thought, man. But uh, Yeah, you know, two weeks ago, it would have been like, Tommy Chalk, you're having a laugh. You ain't going to yeah. spend no time with us. And, yeah, and we was I'm only booked in for half an hour for the chat. Yeah. And he for an hour and 15 minutes altogether. Yeah, we, 
there's a an unedited version of of the audio. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes, you have to find you know, that one somewhere. Amazing, just, and you know, us in the UK here, we can't even tell anybody. I'm not even allowed to tell my own mother. That's tough. You know, speaking to Tommy That's Chong, so bro, tough. Uh, no, <laughs> I've told everybody. Tell me about it. You know, the man's a legend, and as you heard, he's got uh, the dispensary is opening soon, and I'm, I'm sure everybody don't need to be told to support that dispensary when it opens. You're gonna get the best shit from there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm. You know, and they're gonna have Tommy Chong Chong shit playing on the Another TV. Another reason to visit the US, I think. <laughs> Mm. Yep. Uh, you never know. We, we might be working on something real soon, and that's going to help push for legislation cool. over here. We're going to come up with some plans, and Percy Scrum, Tommy Chung might yeah, be working on some projects in the future. That would be awesome. Keep your eyes open for that. Yeah. Super cool. You never know. And it, hopefully, we're back on the show again as well. You know, in the future, when he does open his dispensary, I'm sure we'll be happy yeah, to jump back definitely. on and tell us how things are going. Ah, might have to make an in-person interview. You never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, just if you've liked the show so far, especially over the last the four episodes which we've done so far, we work really hard making these shows and planning everything and putting it all together every week. So if you just drop us a like and subscribe and share it around Facebook and Twitter if you can. Let, let other people know about the show because we want to get more listeners in, obviously, and help the show grow. So we'd appreciate that if you yeah. do that. But uh, with that, thank you very much, Tommy Chong. If, if you're listening to the show, if you've got time to, it's an absolute, absolute pleasure. Legend, man. I hope legend. we get you on again. So now, what uh-huh. the fuck was that? You know, it's like back to chill time. Back to chill time with the nice little reggae mm-hmm. tune there. ZN, take it away, son. What you got for us? Well, it's... It... Last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like, it's a continuation of the video game. Thing because that's me. Sorry, boys. Um, the last week's one we had a winner. Are we going to do that now? Oh, did we? Did we have a winner? I didn't see anybody make a comment. Was it not last week? Oh no, no, the week um, before oh, it was. The one before it wasn't. Have you been? Have you been smoking that cannabis again? Oh my god! He's cigarette again. Yeah, I'll have another one. He's in a been on the cannabis cigarettes. Oh, yes, demon weed. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, so, so it's like week, week number three. Guess what? Yes, it's another one on a video game thing. So here's last week's. And nobody got it. And nobody got it. No. Nobody, I, I was close. Uh, I said it was somebody dying on a machine. It was close. <laughs> but, you know, I'm Mr. Anal, it's got to be Paching. And I'm not accepting it could be this or it could be this or it could be this. That's not happening. It has to be it right. And he right. wants it in binary. Yeah, if you play games, and if you played games over the last decade, you'll know it. It's there. <laughs> well, while, um, while you're thinking about that, we'll actually just get Mackie. You did mention it there a second ago. We do have a very good prize yeah. for the what the fuck is that competition this week. Um, yeah, we have you'll, you'll see it. There's a there'll be a post up on the forum showing the, the prize and that, but it is a, a good selection from a great, great um shop called the uh, <laughs> Lane Craft Shop. We were talking about them in previous episodes, they're over here in Ireland. They're um. Great, great bongs, pipes, nice people too up there as well. So make sure you drop in and have a look and say hello. They gave um, gave us Chong dolls, yeah, 
They gave us T-shirts, stickers. They gave us a big prize. So you'll see it. It's up there. It's a fucking pretty epic prize. So I just wanted to say a shout out to them as well. So last week, let's get last week's one out of the way. Zian, you want to reveal what it was? Last week's was Deep Space 2. You remember? Dead Space 2, actually. Uh, PC game from 2000, 2002. Yeah, a long time ago. Um, it was you dying. Uh, mm. It was the end of your oh. rig. So life ceased. Okay. Okay. Come, comes for us so now. Uh, this is uh, this is this week's. So are you ready for it? Because it's just a quick one. You're going to hear it once. Ready? What's that? What the fuck? Is that? That's a sound that Zombie Nation <laughs> told you to put up there. Do I win? Uh, win. win. Don't tell them what it is. Ian. Don't tell them. I've heard it before. It's been heard before by lots of people. Mm. I'm just trying to. I'm sitting here <laughs> racking my head. Going. Oh, heard clue. Before. Excellent. Yeah. Dropping more clues. You know, lots more clues. Of people have heard this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know what it is. It's it's that sound from that thing. It is that sound from that thing. Well done. <laughs> you win. win. Okay, I win the prize. No, but not Bob. That's close. The prize is one of them Chungdolf pipes. That would be a good prize. Come over to Percy's and see it in the what the fuck was that prize pool? You know, Percy'sGrowing.com. Yeah, know. it's awesome. Yeah. Good, awesome. Prize, good goes. Give it a shot. See if you can win it. So with that, we'll move on to uh, the Q&A. Sonic the Hedgehog losing his rings. No, I'd know that. That's my guess. I have to say, that's the one that I was thinking. <laughs> it's close, but not Look that Look at that picking up a weapon on Streets of Rage, you know, because I know that sound too, Bob. <laughs> that's more like a... No, See, that was an accurate definition of that sound. As well. I'm impressed with that. Yeah. <laughs> right, anyway, so we're on the q and I mean, you can't ask questions about what the fuck was no, that. No, you can't. you won't answer them. Because I won't yeah, answer no, them. You to ask us any, any questions yeah. you like about growing, if you're having any problems, then just drop an answer in the YouTube chat. Or you can ask questions in the forum as well, and we'll ask them on the, on the live chat every week. So if you have any questions, then do drop them in the chat and let us know. But I've noticed this week, a lot of questions are coming in on, uh, is my plant male or female? Oh, yeah. And there's some particular things that you need to look for when you, uh, you come into that stage of growth, when you need to find out if your plant is male or female or not. So anybody want to try and explain verbally how to identify a male or female plant? Because well, <laughs> it's much easier done with pictures, you know? Well, it's it's going to take way more than a thousand Absolutely. words. I mean, that's just well, crazy. Say, mm -hmm. I would say it's more, you kind of see quite a little fast sacks isn't it lads instead of you won't see the pistol hairs coming out and you're going to see a little fat yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah white hairs is the key, they know? look like like mushrooms in, the, in a way they have a stalk with a little yeah. bulbous end on the on the uh -huh. end if it's a male and yeah if it's a female you have your your bract with yeah the, uh, with the two kind, of tear, kind of tear top, shape with the hair at the end of obvious. it you know so i like to look at uh i think the males look more like a bunch of grapes you know that they're rounder and they bunch together yeah some of them and do um the calyx of the female sure. is more like round but then it's got a point on the end of the white hair coming out of it and that's the best way to identify it yeah the hair on the end is definitely a giveaway tree flowers too um i mean they're they're the same as uh as regular flowers obviously they just form as uh, right at the mm -hmm. nodes right at the sixth node 
kind of as they grow up. And yeah, that's that's a great way to start identifying sex if you're running photos and you don't have it in flower before yeah. that happens. And yeah, you just look right, right, right where the branches pop out of the, the stem and where the yeah, yeah. leaf growth is, right behind the, the stipule or the stipes, I think they're called, those two little weird looking leaf things. Uh, that's where the, the flowers will actually grow out. So you can spot them kind of yeah. before anything. That's usually how I would do it. it and even if you do get a male, right? Yeah, you still have about, you know, two weeks, I would say, before you're in some serious yeah. trouble letting all the mm -hmm. pollen out. Um, and catch yeah, them quick. Gotta, it takes at least a week, doesn't it? So if you it's do get like a week for 10 days before the pollen yeah. is viable after the male flower forms. Yeah, it happens really fast, but, you know, if you're down there yeah, every day, you should right. be able to spot it. Yeah. When, so when you're going through that stage where it's, it's when you flip the lights or if you've got an auto and you're about three, four weeks through and you're expecting to see flowers, you want to be checking every day to see, see something. And if you, if you suspect anything dodgy, because you see it a lot as well, some growers, they'll see calyxes and think about their balls yep, and absolutely. kill a female plant, which would have been perfectly good just because they thought it was a ball. Right. Make sure that you identify it properly first, you know, and if you need any help, then come over to Percy's and we can identify it for you and help explain how to identify yep. it yourself the next time as well. You know, teach your Yeah, just don't panic. That's exactly. the big thing. It's, it's, even if you do get a male, it's, it's not going to pollinate don't right, chop right anything there, down so. you got you got days man don't panic even if you just leave it a yeah. couple more days so you can be sure that they are male flowers you know it's not gonna as we say the pollen's gonna take about a week before it's viable anyway so you got a few days to work with don't rush mm -hmm. right. don't waste your time no questions in the chat just about no the, questions. just about the what the fuck was that then that was about it you know uh... and now it's not tacking either yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, what, what questions would you think would also be suitable for new growers? What, what's the most common question we've seen this week? Hmm. This week, you know, um, carbon, carbon filters, and that. Have you have you covered the carbon filter? Because that's and extraction and and the importance of good airflow. Do you guys use carbon filter? Well, TG, do you use, you use one at all? Because I do. Yeah, I use both. Like because like. Obviously, in Canada, it's legal. You still don't want to be pumping, you know, weed odors too much out into the neighborhood because there are some still some mm -hmm. opportunistic yep. people and, and whatnot. And some people just don't like the smell. But um, yeah, I use carbon filters. I have three tents, so I mean, uh, ideally, I'd have them all ducted out my my chimney and all kind of vented together there. But at this point, I don't have that set up. So yeah, I, I need to use a carbon filter for my uh, my tents, and they work really well. I just use the you know the cheap. I forget what brand it is. It's like iPower, Vivosun, yeah, or one of those from Amazon. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I've had no issues with them. So, but they, see, they're an they important feature to the grow room, and they, they, regardless of whether you grow legally or not, as TG said, there's people you don't want to find out about yeah. the grow. Yeah. Somebody's going to steal it, you know. And so, honestly, is an important factor. Need them. If you're pumping that stuff like in full flower out into your house, it like you might get kind of nose blind to it when you're in there, but you will always smell like weed. And like for some people, that's not an issue, but you know, not everybody wants to walk around smelling like super dang. Oh, there's the an awful lot of us smell like weed all the time anyway, just with the amount that we smoke. Yeah, yeah but that's a different <laughs> level of pungency when you like crazy. everything in your house, like mm. it's punch and shit. <laughs> you're saying that uh, Miguel, a new grower, asked. Uh, white LEDs work. Yeah, they can do. It depends on what brand, brand. Yeah. It, it, I would say it depends on the on the Kelvin rating as well. Yeah, there's a lot to it when it comes to LED. 
it's not just about the color of the light it's like the temperature of the light and the temperature you go with a reliable brand i mean we've got a couple of good sponsors on the website that give good leds out man in invisible sun their lights are just the top of the range man dogs bollocks that, that's that's english for like top quality <laughs> For some reason, Bullshit. I don't know why. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's the dog's bollocks. That is because English way. people love dog's bollocks. Apparently, they think. Yeah, what is a bollock? Ball <laughs> that thing that uh, dangles between a, the dog's back legs. To say, okay. Yes, it's a bloke. Okay. <laughs> I figured, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a good slang term as well. Bollocks. Yeah, well, I hear it all the time. You, know, you, you know, could this... even be like, "Oh man, he's talking bollocks." That's the... you know, it's one of them. It's like shit. You can use it for many fucking things. Man. Sex Pistols have, you know, never mind the bollocks. Sounds <laughs> like, yeah, that's a good name. I wonder what that yeah. means. <laughs> I never looked it up. Yeah, can and you... then the Mars Hydro as well. The Mars Hydro shit is really good. Yeah, you know their new range. That that, that TS two thousand I've got is really fucking nice, man. It does the job nicely as well. You know, so it depends on how much you want to spend, but don't go cheap with LED because it'll probably be shit. If, if you haven't got the budget for it, then just go with the standard HPS and halide or a dual spectrum. Go for the HID light. I, I always say if it's always just a, the sake of like a couple of weeks, two, three, four weeks of having to, to just put an extra few pounds aside. I wouldn't even waste money going down the HPS route. If, if you are going to go, yeah, it's coming, it's it is, if, if you're going yeah, for on. LED, and this is what I say to, well, I'm not sorry, TG, I know you use HPS and that. No, I'm just Look, kidding. I say it. Yeah, no, TG's upgraded. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got both, man. I run... I got HPS in the winter just for the heat. That's yeah, really well, geez, yeah, it's yeah, fucking but... cold where you are in the winter. And it's, you know... Yeah, it's about time, man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You walk outside the door and you'll freeze. You're not allowed <laughs> outside, man. You will but yeah, no, I, I, I've said it to... <laughs> yeah, I've said it to a lot of people months. that have asked me about it. And I say, honestly, if it is, stay the course and just save your few pounds for an extra couple of weeks and go down there. I always, I recommend the visible zone to everybody because that's what I use. And I think they're awesome. Yeah, they are. They're yeah, unbelievable. They are you man. see the, the, what I'm producing and what you have produced and what others have produced underneath mm -hmm. them. And you see it all on the site. Um, I was, I was in the chat. I can't remember who it was, but they, they were running an IS board or an ISH board and they were pulling something like 2.75 grams per watt. Fucking yeah, that was a uh, nook. That was, was it? Yeah, oh, that was it. Yeah, he, he 14 did, uh, grams, I can't remember, 175 and a one more tent, isn't it? Yeah, like 125 watt lightning is pulling up like a pound. Jesus Christ, yeah, man. crazy. <laughs> crazy. The quality lights, man, just top of the range, man. It's the spectrum, yeah. And they use the Samsung LEDs and the uh, the, the LED diodes, Animh 301s, oh, really, really that. fucking good, man. So energy efficient as well. Compared to HID, you'll save like yeah, 40 good lights. on electricity. Mm. Absolutely. Mm, quality. Yeah. You know, uh, so let's move on then if we have no more questions. Ish crew. Yes, Bob Hall. Uh, right then, lads. No, right then. No. Are we ready? Are we ready? No. All right, let's do this, Mackie. Truth or truth or truth. Okay, one, two, three. Let's do this, right? Uh, are you ready? Are you ready? We got this, guys. Right. <laughs> truth or spoof, everybody. A weekly occurrence. I give three statements and the panel has to pick. Which one is the spoof? Two will be true, one will be false. So we're going to start off with number one, and I haven't told the panel if, panel yet, but this true false oh. spoof is Tommy Chong related. Here we go. Mm. Number one, Ooh. Tommy Chong was going to voice Shenzi, the talking hy hyena from The Lion King. 
Cheech Marin voiced the hyena Banzai in The Lion King and Tommy Chong was going to voice Shenzi. Okay, that's number one. Is that true or false? Number two. Tommy Chong broke a record on Dancing with the Stars. Tommy Chong performed on Dancing with the Stars. He reached the semifinals at age 76, making him the oldest person to ever make it that far. Okay, that's number two. True or false? Number three. Tommy Chong was the only person to go to prison because of Operation Pipe Dream. Tommy Chong was the only person of the 55 arrested during the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration's Operation Pipe Dreams to serve time in prison. Okay. So there we go. There's the three questions. Who wants to go first? Don't everybody jump. Jump uh, yeah, once, lads. Come uh, on, we all don't want to... I will jump in. <laughs> I, I am going to say, I am going to say number two. Number is, two is false. Okay, GB's on number two. Let me just write this down so I don't forget. Are you just, <sighs> you're not going to like deliberate or anything. You're going to try and discuss what I, you, I, your your answer there. I will deliberate because you I know he was like. meant. <laughs> yeah, he was meant to. Um, I I know they were meant to voice the two of them were meant to voice the characters. Um, on The Lion King, I've read it, and the third one, I can't remember what it is there now, but I know that's true as well. Yeah, yeah, stick it back up. Here's number three again. Tommy Chong was the only person to go to prison because of Operation Pipe Dream. That is true. I know that. I know that's for certain, because while he was in prison, he met um, the Wolf of Wall Street. It's true. But was he the only one out of 55? He was the only one out of all of them in a hundred percent. So, okay. He was the only one. You're stuck with number two then, GB? There you go. Yeah, I, I'm sticking with number two. Hey, okay, ZN, you go next, man. You've been quite hiding in the background now. Come on. Oh, um, I'm, I'm going to go with number two as well, actually, uh, because it just sounds like a load of rubbish. <laughs> number one, yeah. I, can, I, I, I vaguely have recollections of number one happening. And number three, it just sounds like something that would happen to him because he's a stoner. <laughs> and he's a, he's, it, it's, it's one of those things. He's, he's going to be the only person arrested out of like 59 people and sent to jail for this specific thing because of who he is, basically. So I'm going to go with number two as being a failure. Okay. Yeah. I'll go next. TG? Yeah. I also agree. It's number two. And only the, for the reason... Yeah, like, number one, I do know, Whoopi Goldberg was a Shenzi, so I maybe should get some extra points for that. But, uh, nice. Yeah, it was originally <laughs> supposed to be. Into Disney films, are you there, TG? And I didn't even yeah. Google that, so. <laughs> uh, and the third one, I... Favorite I'm film. Pretty, yeah, it is a good one. I'm pretty sure is also true. And the, the second one, like, I can't say for sure because I've never watched Dancing with the Stars, but I feel like, you know, 76 is pretty old, but there's pretty old people out there i think that's been on that show so probably some older ones than that i would guess so yeah i'm gonna go with two okay balls. well okay, okay let's okay. um it, it could be number two but you know he set a record it doesn't mean that that record still holds so it, I'm, I'm, that's where i'm going with that one it's possible that somebody else after him maybe broke that record so i'm gonna say no I'm, i want to go for number three uh i you know i know tommy went to jail there's no doubt about that but I think if I remember that there may have been some extremely small minor sentences for some people. And I think I'm going to go for that one. Number, number three, number one is just, you know, that's, I think that's, that's, that's too, too true. You have to just let that go. 
So yeah, I'm I'm going to take number three as being the spoof. Maybe we'll stop Mackie from from running it, or, or could be me. Okay, then what we're saying, Spartan in the chat is saying, I'm guessing number one is false, and we've got New yeah. Grower saying. Well, see, Spartan's three. Gonna, gonna, yeah, you'll, uh, you'll owe Spartan a win if, if we you you kill us. <laughs> okay, uh -oh. we should really get a drum roll for this. What do you think? Ooh, I can't ooh, do that. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I can't beat Box. But two. Uh. It's false. <laughs> Monkey. Uh, two, okay, that's lose. fine. I'm good with it. You're the only one. But I thought this was going to throw you off, man. I was buzzing. I was like, this is going to get the bastards. I, uh, I can tweak this right. one. It's only because I spent nearly a week researching and this. I man, and that, I, I thought that. I thought that. When, I was, when I was looking at this, I was like, in my diary. I know this fucking Lion King one already, and it's going to. But what I did uh, is, uh, is he did actually set records on right. uh, Dancing with the Stars. He did. Uh, and he's the oldest celebrity. He to reach that the semi-finals, but there's been older people to reach the semi-finals. Yeah. He's the oldest yeah, celebrity, yeah. so we just changed the word celebrity oh, to person it. to make it minor you know, tweak. Right. The, the the oldest person is like an 82 year old lady who won dancing. With no, that, yeah, that's yeah. the problem. I don't, I don't follow it. But I would have watched it if Tommy Chong was not. I did no research I whatsoever. I haven't been on Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still kicking ass. What it was? What was it you were saying earlier on? Shut up, Zian. Brick. Yes, so there you go, man. Let's go back to number one. Yeah, number one. Um, apparently, I've seen in a couple of places. Uh, they wanted Cheech and Chong, but Disney either pulled out and wanted a female to do it, or they just couldn't contact Tommy Chong to chose somebody else to do it instead. You know, I think Whoopi Goldberg did a good job, man. I like. Oh, that yeah, that's a great character. I, like them yeah, I find it hard awesome. to believe that they couldn't contact. Well, we, Tommy we could Chong, get him so, so I mean, yeah. All right, Disney, if you need a better better guy, contact, reach out to Mackie. He's available. And most, you know, he'll get anybody for you. Yeah, yeah. isn't it true? Uh, <laughs> and then uh, Operation Lion yeah, with a slight yeah. Brummy accent. Uh, we'll try. <laughs> that'll be a cool lion, a cool ass motherfucker. He'll be a ball <laughs> instead. All right. <laughs> so Tommy Chong was the only person to go to prison in Operation Pipe Dream. Out of 55 yeah, people. I knew it. I thought some other people had gotten like really minor sentences that were yeah. like suspended or, or whatever. But I mean, they were sentenced and then later. Or is that where I went wrong? Uh, I would have thought as well about somebody else. I mean, out of 55 people. That was pretty blatant, didn't it? And, and yeah, and you know, maybe it is because what you said about George Bush finding the weapons of mass destructions were on these bombs, you know? Exactly. Yeah, really. Maybe that is the fucking real reason. That yeah. petty. I'm going to do my nine months in prison so over, stupid. Uh, over a coffin. It's all political, right? And maybe, mm -hmm. maybe they figure throwing in like his kids and, and other people that are not as you know, big as him wouldn't really make, it would piss people off, I guess, more than it would make a point like they were trying to do, even though this pissed everyone off too. So, mm. but yeah. Just are, make an example. Yeah, the shit show. But the EA, what do you want? His ideas, his ideas on that billion dollar bong is fucking epic, <laughs> <You know. isn't laughs> And the sucker bug. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. that's the one I want to see, the sucker bong. You know, I, I want to see the sucker bong, man. Yeah. Yeah. Great guy. That was a quality interview, yeah, man. So much fun. So yeah. there we go. Truthful spoof, man. The scores are now ZN is in the lead with three correct so far, and he was asleep mm. for one of them episodes. It's true. Else <laughs> you got that one too. <laughs> yeah, man. I like How did can I have a go at that one now? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's something... <laughs> they skipped the hard one, so. I'm gonna have to go back oh, and tell you that, that was hard, hard for me. So I mean, I've only got one right. 
Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. ZN should lose a point of the default for missing an episode. Oh, yeah. Everybody agree? <laughs> no, and I, I, so. I made all the shows, so I get his point. Yep, that Shut sounds up. fair too. That sounds fair. We're going to keep it no. zero because he's no. got three. And I one point no. to GB, one point to <laughs> No, don't go there. Don't be late again, GSDN. Uh, <laughs> we voted. I'm going to mute you all in a minute. You'll be talking to yourselves. <laughs> Anyway, right, uh, let's move on to the last anyway, bit indeed. here. Oh, there's some news I said last week, but I wanted an intro for the uh, Stoner Quotes. Here it is. Yeah, man, like I had a thing to do, you know, where you talk, man, where the cat talks. I want I got a thing to say, man. I was going to say it, but I forgot it, man. <laughs> there's Tommy Chong off one of his, uh, what's, what's the album called there? Monkey, you know what that is, right? I don't, I don't remember what the album was, but it was just a really, really early, early Cheech and Chong album. It was before the gold outtakes. Yeah, it was, it was great. Man, that's the one where Dave's Not Here was on, all that stuff. Everybody <laughs> knows so that. Yeah, yeah, Harry yeah. Palms, man. So many classics. Oh, yeah. So there we go. That's uh, TG. We've got a quote from Tommy Chong this week, haven't we? We absolutely do. It's uh, probably the one that I think most people are... are uh, most familiar with with growing cannabis uh, specifically with him but he said uh, if more people were stoned there would be less violence in the world which is i think 100 percent true yeah people need to 100 percent a healing or a uh, perspective on things and cannabis definitely helps with that so yeah, everybody just needs to talk talk and chill out for a bit you know relax bill hates identity should be mandatory everybody should get up in the morning and take, take a weed pill before they go to work Sure. Well, they can tune in here and smoke for two hours while they listen to us on Sunday. You know what I mean? While they drive to work in the traffic jam. Yeah. It takes you two hours yeah. to get to work. This is perfect. You know? There you go. Perfect. Absolutely. Great show. So, have your wake and bake. So, uh, wake and bake. Yeah, sorry. I didn't quite hear you there. I was just looking at the show notes because I keep show notes now. And I try and be a little bit more organized. <laughs> well, so, there we go, man. That is. You, but we can't see them. Nice yeah, he's on homegrown. Just a bunch of hash. So. For this week, episode four, Up in Smoke with Tommy Chong. I hope you've enjoyed it, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Let me change the outro screen here. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, you can download us on iTunes and Spotify everywhere. You know, whatever platform you listen to podcasts on, you'll find us on there. So you'll be able to download the show in the future if you want to listen to this again. Of course, it'll be left up on YouTube as well. And I'm going to take the Tommy Chong interview out by itself and make that a video of its own so you can listen to that again if you want to. So, uh, Sweet. I'm looking forward to listening back to that interview yeah, again myself. You know, usually interviews, it's hard work. You know, you've you got to keep going backwards and forwards. But I really enjoyed editing that interview. He's, he's just such a cool guy to speak to. You know? Mm. Yeah. Legend. So, like the video, subscribe share you know most importantly share we need we want we just want to get as many listeners in as possible and try and encourage people to grow their own and yeah enjoy, enjoy, enjoy the quality oh, come by the forum yeah. say hi we're always there yeah you know and, uh, uh next week we've got big buddha milo young big buddha himself who uh was the man who took cheese from cutting form only into the cheese seed to pretty much the creator of Mr. cheese Danny danko himself. spoke about him in episode three uh, where he said that he won the Canaries Cup with the cheese. That guy, man, he's gonna come on. Absolute legend, fucking. You know, one of my favorite breeders of all time. I love growing anything, Big Butter. Yeah, quality. Yeah, you grew some. You grew some epic Big Butter cheese there not so long ago. Mm, yeah, I've well, got some now, man. I've got some going now. Mm -hmm. So 
that's coming on nicely. And uh, for the grow guides next week, we'll discuss nutrients. So we're going to discuss different kinds of nutrients from organics and, you know, should we use bottled nutrients or, and what kind of bottled nutrients as well. Mm -hmm. So that's about it. So yeah, remember, thumbs up. Don't forget to like the video, share with your friends, and of course, sign up to Percy's Grow Room. Just, just do that. And yeah. Just drop by and <laughs> say hi, guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Thanks again, everybody. Here's the, the link. You just go there to sign up. Lovely. Fantastic. Been Thanks. a great show, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Good. Thank you for joining us. Growing big and sticky. Stay Good. safe, everyone. Keep growing. Thanks again for listening, everybody. This is episode four. Hopefully by now you've listened to all of the episodes in the past as well as this one. If not, then you can go to iTunes or Spotify, Deezer, Stitcher, even YouTube. You can go to any of those networks and you'll be able to watch the previous episodes that we've done in the past. If you're enjoying the show, please make sure that you share it with your friends. Leave a like on the video, follow us or subscribe on all of the podcast networks. It just helps all with the the future progression of the show if we have more listeners and more subscribers also if you can we do have a patreon page so you can head over to patreon.com slash percy's grow room all we ask you to do is listen that is plenty we appreciate every single listener but if you can do more by liking the video sharing and even going to the extent of becoming a patreon that will be massively appreciated we'll see you again next week